0: welcome to my little corner of the internet where love of adventure meets love of literature i'm amy also known as bookworm explores and read the road is where i'll be sharing the places i've been the pages i've turned and the conversations i've had with people along the way if you've ever felt the need to embark on an adventure and explore somewhere new whether that means physically leaving your front door or throwing yourself into the pages of a new book there'll be something for you here Everyone, welcome back to episode three of Read the Road. I can't believe I'm on episode three already. I've already got a trailer and a full forty-minute episode out into the big wide world. That's that's just crazy. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit different. It's the first one, I suppose, that's presented me with kind of an element of challenge. In episode two, I felt like I could spend forever and ever, and I almost did. Sorry about that. Um, sharing with you my exciting trip to the Pembrokeshire coast and the things I was doing each day, inspired by the amazing book that they lent me that kind of narrated my trip. Um, Thank you so much, by the way, for the messages from people who have now planned visits to Pembrokeshire. I'm absolutely over the moon for you guys. Please tag me in any photos shared as I'd love to see what you get up to. But this time, I've not really done anything crazy exciting. No big trips or hikes or adventures, just normal day-to-day life. And actually, that's what I'm really loving about podcasting is that I can create from the comfort of my own sofa. The challenge is working out what to talk about when you feel like no aspect of your life has actually been exciting at all. I guess this would be a really good time to talk about Instagram versus reality. It's so easy to believe certain things about someone's life based on what you see about them on social media. I try my best to show the ups and downs of what I'm doing and to be as transparent as possible but the reality of it is that I might post a throwback picture of a trip from sort of weeks and weeks ago onto my grid when actually I'm sat on my sofa under my weighted blanket with a hot water bottle and a cup of tea which strangely enough is exactly what i'm doing right now <laughs> quite quite thankful that i'm not videoing this one um so when i started mind mapping ideas about creating a podcast i began jotting down different discussion points for those quieter weeks when i might not be out and about so i'm kind of going to ping backwards and forwards between some of those today and hope that you still find it interesting uh, as me talking about my cute little overnight stays after all the tagline is pages i've turned as well as places i've been as an ex-teacher, I know the value that reading has not only on giving young people a life skill, but also on enhancing creativity and broadening ranges of vocabulary. That's one of my favorite parts about reading. I love words, as sad as that sounds. I recently learned actually there's someone who loves words is called a logophile, which doesn't sound, the word logophile isn't as exciting as what it means. I kind of expected something a little bit more jazzy, but I'll roll with it. Um, but that's pretty cool. One of my favourite words actually is bibliophile, which I guess is just a step up from bookworm. It means a person who collects or has a great love of books. I know there'll be others out there who relate to me when I say I don't just buy a book to read, I avidly collect them. There are books on my shelf that may forever remain on my to-be-read list, but that's okay because it's almost comforting to know that it's there in case it ends up being the one I reach for next time. I think there's so much more to collecting books anyway. When you collect anything, whether that's ornaments, thimbles, bottle corks, it's usually because there's some sort of sentimental value behind that one thing, whether it's a bottle of wine from your first date or a postcard from somewhere that you'd been or just keeping a record of the different places that you traveled to. It's the extra value, the extra sentimental value behind that one thing, that extra item that you add to the collection. And it's amazing to then look back on what you've achieved and what you've collected. So this is how I came up with the idea of story i don't come for me i know that's not the most creative name and it probably will change but for now i'm rolling with it stories and souvenirs storyneers. anyone who's ever been anywhere with me ever knows that i can be wandering down a road when my bookshop senses start tingling i definitely have a knack for finding a new bookshop wherever i go if it's an independent bookstore or one with some kind of history even better So I began combining the idea of getting a souvenir from each new place that I visited with buying a book from each new place that I visited. Definitely more expensive, but so much more meaningful and isn't purposeless clutter. We've all done it. We've all bought things and then they've been banished to the back of a cupboard or not really have much purpose. The first time that I did this or sort of came up with this idea was on a weekend away in Cornwall over the summer, Padstow to be exact. And I bought a copy of The Salt Path by Rainer Wynne. Incredible read, by the way. Highly recommend. I started reading it instantly and found myself incredibly excited when, spoiler alert, they reached Padstow. As I was there, right then, I was reading a book about people in Padstow as I was sat in the van, doors open, looking out onto the coastline. And it just felt really cool. I thought it would be awesome if in each new place I visited, I not only collected a book, but collected a book that had a link of local interest. Either is set where I am or where I'm staying... Or in the local area, uh, was inspired by that place, or was written by a local author. This way, I increase, increase increase the variety of what I'm reading. Perhaps pick up books I wouldn't normally reach for, and have a permanent memory of that place right there on my bookshelf, which I think is really cool. Most bookstores have a local interest section. There'll be stories that are set in the local area or written by local authors. Sometimes these areas can be really really wide. When I went to Bath recently, there was a local interest section that spanned the whole of Somerset. So you do, it does take a little bit of searching. And I've met some wonderful shop owners and assistants who are so excited to promote some lesser known books or local authors. Um, I'm also writing in each book where I got them from and the date that I bought it. Who knows, maybe this collection will be passed down one day and someone will take joy from reading the little handwritten notes on the inside of each cover. So I thought I would give you a little overview of the story Nears. Again, sorry. If anyone listening can come up with something more creative, please do let me know that I've collected so far. And this, again, like I said, it's only started in the summer. So I've already picked up quite a collection and it's been really nice when I get home from each trip, scrubbing a little note in the front cover and just putting it on the bookshelf. So the first one was in Padstow and I bought it from the Padstow bookseller and that was The Salt Path by Raina Wynn. I've finished this book already, read it straight away and I read it in a sort of a handful of, of sittings. It was absolutely. Such an incredible read. I feel so inspired to go and walk the South Southwest Coast Path now. Um, but just as an author, she's Raina Wynn is just brilliant. There was such a good balance of real life, hard hitting sadness, but sheer comedy as well. It was. I just high, would highly recommend. I'm now reading the rest of some of the books in that series and also some other books that she's written as well because brilliant. Uh, then I went to Snowdonia uh, for my birthday weekend and I bought a book called The Quilt. And it's actually a picture book, um, but it was it just the illustrations really really spoke to me. I haven't actually read it in total, in full yet because I'm going to share it with my daughter. But I got that from the tourist information in Betsy Coet. That is a lovely bookshop in Betsy Coet, but because it's a discount bookstore, they don't have a local int, uh, local interest section. They're more just selling on discounted books at discounted price. So when I went over to the tourist information shop. Because it was a tourist information shop, there were so many books in there that were linked to the local area, which is how I found the quilt. Um oh my voice went all funny then. Then oh and that's written by that. Va- I can't pronounce I'm gonna pronounce this so badly. Valeriane LeBlond. Then I went to Dartmouth and I bought The Kid on Slapton Beach, uh, from a shop called Browser, which is one of my favourite shops. Dartmouth in itself is one of my favourite places in the whole favourite places in the whole entire world. Um and I cannot visit that seaside town without going into browser. So it was nice to have an excuse Like this time I have to go in because I have to buy something for my collection again. Okay? Um, and that's written by Felicity Fair Thompson. I was really drawn to this book because it's set in World War II and I love anything historical. So I was really keen to, to pick that one up and add it to the collection. I haven't started reading it yet, but it does look really interesting. Uh, then it was Pembrokeshire, which you all know I fed, I fed. I read Find Your Feel Good Pembrokeshire. Uh, but I also visited Carew Castle while I was there and I picked up a book called Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About the Tudors because there were some really cool Tudor links in Carew Castle. So I thought that was a good, good one to pick up. And that's by Terry Breverton. That's the first non fiction book actually in my collection. So nice to add a bit of variety there. Um, and then I went to Bath and visited way too many bookshops and bought home probably about 12 books some of them from charity shops some of them from different bookshops but the one I bought to add to my Story Nears collection was from Mr B's bookshop which if you're going to Bath you absolutely have to visit it's it's an experience in itself they do some amazing sort of book signings and illustrator workshops and things there it's set across three floors which if I mean is like heaven and it's just the most beautiful bookshop I could spend hours in there just chatting to the, the sellers they are so knowledgeable and if you go in and say you're not sure about what you want to read they will have some recommendations for you and um, so when I was in there I bought a book called Lanny by Max Porter now this book isn't actually set in the local area but Max Porter is a local author so the uh, shop assistant in there recommended it it's a bit quirky. I'm really interested to see what I think of this one but yeah it's the first one where I have bought a book not set in the local area but the authors from the local area so that'll be interesting and then most recently I visited Broadway in the Cotswolds which was just the most stunning little village it was like stepping into a Hallmark movie um and I found Blandford Books and bought Murder in Broadway by Stephen Dunn so those are in their own little section on my bookshelf they have their own shelf and when I move house they will continue to have their own shelf and i'm going to arrange them in chronological order so that they will be almost like a map of the places that i have visited which i think is really cool i love maps anyway um and there's also i i also want to actually get a map and sort of pin them on or i don't know make i don't feel get creative with it i don't know but i just really like the idea of having this journey of the different places i've been um illustrated by the pages i've turned so i guess this podcast is dedicated to that as an idea that's my new little venture I've been sharing each place and page on Instagram and I'm going to create a story nears highlight if you want to check that out but additionally I'd love to hear from you if you do anything similar or if this is something that you feel like you'd want to give it a go um, my latest read Dark Matter which again oh my goodness highly recommend I think I read it in about three settings I did get nightmares <laughs> well I say nightmares probably not nightmares. It prevented me from sleeping on a couple of occasions um, just because it's so well written. But that book is set in Norway's Arctic. I wish I could say I bought that from there and that it was part of my collection, but sadly it's not. Although Norway has now definitely been added to my bucket list. I think visiting places that I've read about is a whole other venture in the making though. So like I said at the beginning, I'm kind of just bouncing backwards and forwards from different ideas I've had for non adventure related podcasts, and if this one doesn't really make a great deal of sense in terms of how it's organized, please forgive me i'm still working I'm still working this whole thing out, and this is the first one where I've just been talking about books and little things I do and I like so last week was easy, like I said at the beginning, it was easy to talk about where I've been and what I'd done, and the scenery and the setting and the airbnb or the place I stayed it was it was easy whereas just sitting and talking about books and what you love about books and things that you do when you're collecting books I don't know it just seems to be a bit harder to to plan out and it makes you a bit more vulnerable because you're just talking about yourself and that's really scary so I appreciate you all being patient and just listening to me what you're on about my book collection and my bibliophilia if that's even a word doesn't sound quite as nice as it should though um but I just wanted to slop uh, slop slot in an extra little bit here about expanding reading repertoires. So my story nears or my postcard pages, whatever I'm going to call it. Oh, I've just come up with that. That's quite good, actually. Postcard pages? I don't know. We'll see which one sticks. But part of me doing that is because I want to expand the genres of books that I'm reading. Perhaps like collect things that I wouldn't normally reach for because... There isn't always the huge, the no, most the most huge range of books from local interests. So you might have a smaller selection of books to choose from, and you you might pick something that you wouldn't normally pick, um, which is really really good for me. But I know that for some people, stepping out of your comfort zone with genres can be can be quite a scary thing to do, and it's a lot to commit yourself to a book when you you don't think you're gonna, we you don't know for sure that you're going to love it. So I just wanted to slot in here a bit of harmless promo for a new read along that I'm going to be launching. So if you are wanting to expand your reading repertoire and if you're wanting to meet like-minded people or perhaps just want to get into reading more or again and you need to be held accountable, I'm going to be starting very soon a read-along over on the Adventurous Book Club Instagram page uh, where each month we will select an adventure-themed book and we'll read it and discuss it together. So after each week or few days, we'll go away and read up to a certain page and then we'll come back together and talk about it, what we're liking, what, what we're not liking. And you you never know, it might introduce you to a new author or a new genre of books that you perhaps might not have been interested in before, or just get you chatting to like-minded people. I think there's only good things that come from it, but there's no commitment at the moment with something that we're just trying. Um, and if you're interested, head over to the Adventurous Book Club. I will tag it in the description below. Um, if you want to get involved, um, when you request to join, you'll probably get a message back from an admin. It might be myself or one of the other lovely folk over there, um, and they may ask you to just I don't know, write a little message explaining why you want to get involved or what has brought you to joining the club. That's just so that we can filter out any fake accounts or anything like that. So don't be put off. See, I started off thinking that I would have nothing to talk about. And here I am again, having rambled on for goodness knows how long. Um, but thanks again to everyone who has listened this far, who has made it to the end, given me the most amazing feedback and is just excited to hear more. You guys keep me going. And Although this podcast is 100% something that I'm doing for myself, something that I can be creative with. It's just so lovely to hear um, hear your messages um, and what you've, you've kind of got up to, what, up, what, blah, 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 what you've kind of got up to really. So continue to let me know, continue to tag me and stuff. It's just great to hear from you. And yeah, I guess that's it. Okay, thanks. Bye.